Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the brighter side, a cynic's look at optimism. And I'm Ed Larson, and with me as always is Miss Mary Kelly. How you doing? I'm great. All right. And joining us today is a wonderful duo of ladies, Miss Jackie Zabrowski, the queen of LPN. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm looking awesome, bitches. Hell yeah, you love that shit. How's the uh, squirty bird? Oh, man, she is perky and she is tight. Good, good, good. <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> and also joining us is... Julie Rosing, the beautiful, the wonderful, loving, caring, sexy. Make eye contact with me while you say this. Lipped. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my it's like my father talking to my mother. Like, I get disgusting. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Hot lipped. <laughs> uh, but you're here uh, talking to us, uh, obviously for uh, listeners who didn't hear the last time we had her on. This uh, she works for a group called uh, Lady Parts Justice, and they are right now doing uh, a campaign to expose fake clinics. And uh, could you tell us what that means, real quick? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people don't realize that across the United States there are thousands of fake clinics that pose as women health, women's health centers, pregnancy centers. And the whole point is their majority are re- religiously affiliated, pretty, basically all of them. And they, uh, they want to lure pregnant people inside and then give them false information, uh, all to keep them from getting abortions. And there are, are there as many of these as just Planned Parenthoods or abortion clinics? No. So there are roughly like seven to 800 abortion clinics across the United States. That's there it? Are, yeah. That's crazy. But that doesn't include the fake clinics? No. There are over 4,000 fake clinics. Wow. And a lot of states. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's such a ridiculous well, number. Because they've got the tithing. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. It's the tithing. Yeah, and all these. And, and, and we all know that Christians, you know, they have a lot of money because they're always stealing from the community. <laughs> they send around that basket, and it's difficult to not put money in the basket. I'm telling right. you. I, when I grew up in Boca Raton, they used to send the fucking basket around twice. Twice? It's two times with the basket. Twice? What yeah. the fuck? They would do one at the normal time, and then they would do it right at the fucking end, and then they'd have someone standing at the door. My dad would write checks to them. 
really? which I thought was like insane. Like how much money are you giving to these people? But I always felt very special when I was the one that got to put it in the basket. Of course, you love to put it in the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one with the check in this family. Yeah, they had like special envelopes that were like had our name on right. it and you would fill the envelope. Right. Oh, fuck God. Scumbags. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I know this is a different this show is immediately. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get into the tithing. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but like I said, some states uh, give millions of dollars to these clinics. And what's it's all fucked up because it's like they don't have to say that there's no actual medical person on staff. It's all just volunteers, people in the community that like – don't want people to have birth control. They don't want people to have abortions. And so they sometimes there's a, there's a clinic in Connecticut, an actual reproductive health, like abortion clinic in Connecticut. That's been there for years. And one of these good guys, the good, the good guys. Okay. One of these clinics literally like, so the real clinic is in, it's in like, um, like a little complex, right? So you have to like walk down this little sidewalk in order to get to the clinic. This one of these like fake centers opened up, literally across the pathway so like somebody has to walk past the fake clinic to get to the real clinic and they name themselves the same fucking thing so it's like hartford women's center um and then they will name themselves hartford hartford women's clinic so like you can't tell the difference you can't tell the fucking difference but how can you call yourself a clinic if you don't have a doctor on staff there's no one regulating these places that's insane. Absolutely no one. So like these states, it just happened. How do they make their money? I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just like, dumbfounded. Uh, From the pri- churches, private right? Private donors, private donors. Um, it's a lot of. Do they charge the like, women fucking, who go there? No. It's all free for. It's all fucking free. And that's how they get them in the door. They're like, it's a lot of like low income people who, you know, they see a big sign that says free pregnancy test, free ultrasound. And they're like. I ain't got no fucking money, so I'll go there. Mm-hmm. You know, and they walk in, and these people give them the totally wrong, totally wrong information. They shame the shit out of them. Like, well, you shouldn't be having sex in the first place. You know what I mean? Oh, like, God. problems like that. Or they'll offer them, you know, post-pregnancy, like, diapers or, you know, classes on having a newborn prenatal shit yeah now do if you went in let's say you went into one of these places and and you were gung-ho on getting birth control they just don't have anything there for you Mm -mm. so do they turn you away or do they just try to shame you out of it and then just kind of kick you out no they like they they want to their main thing is they want to give you a free ultrasound right so that they can when ultrasounds became a big thing, it was like suddenly the idea of the fetus was, you know, now it has a heartbeat. Now it's like a, we can see it. We know it's growing. We know it's a thing, right? So like when ultrasounds became a, a big thing, now women have like ultrasound parties to like celebrate the ba- the thing that could become a baby someday. You have know? you seen the snake baby ones though? They're really, really horrifying. My, when my sister Ultrasounds was pregnant. for snake babies? Well, it's not snake babies. They just look like snake babies. <laughs> Are they babies the, with no arms and legs? No, it's just like when the, when the, when the baby's too tiny, when the fetus is too tiny mm-hmm. for real, for it to really be anything and it looks like a snake. Does it have a rattle? No, but it has no <laughs> nose. Babies love rattles. It looks like Voldemort. Babies do love rattles. And so my sisters, I saw, I saw one of like one of the early ultrasounds, and it looked like Voldemort. And I was like, "Kill it! Get rid of it! <laughs> Get it out of there! It looks horrifying. Why would it you looks keep evil? That? It's a leech inside of you. Yeah. It's got no nose. Kill it! Yeah. Kill it! Get rid of it! Fuck yeah! She kept it. 
<laughs> she kept it. It's 16. It's, yeah. She's fine. It's, it, just, it, it just got the it's new wand. and. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the, the point I was trying to get at is like they'll, they'll do the ultrasound and then they'll tell people that they're farther along than they actually are so yeah. that they think they can't get an abortion. Or it's this idea of like if somebody hears a heartbeat or like sees the image they won't want to have an abortion because they'll see it as a living, like growing thing. Are, um, are they not forced to do this at abortion clinics as well? Give a, show give show the ultrasound. So this is the fucking tricky shit, right? Is that abortion clinics are regulated up the fucking ass, mm-hmm. right? So like right now, and there's no regulation for these other for these uh, women's crisis fake clinics. The so this is this kind of ties into the Supreme Court case that's happening right now in okay. California. Two two years ago in California, they came out with the Reproductive Fact Act, which FACT stands for let me find da, 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 da. Farts Truth. ass clits. Farts ass shit. Farts? Yeah, farts ass clits tits suck. <laughs> Um, No, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Reproductive fact fact stands for Freedom Accountability Comprehensive Care and Transparency Act. So California put this this you know law into place that says that these clinics, these like fake clinics, essentially have to. They are regulated to give information to the people that come in their doors that California provides contraception and like cost-effective contraceptive and abortion care to low-income and eligible people. So, like, these clinics are, they've been told they have to give this information out, and now they're, like, pissed because they're like, no, this is against our, you know, freedom of, uh, you know, f- what they can say whatever the fuck they want, basically. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, yeah, yeah, yeah. So circle back to a point you made earlier that I found very interesting. So these clinics will actually tell pregnant women that they're farther along in their terms so that those women think that they're not eligible to receive an abortion anymore legally. Yeah. Is that a common thing? Is there other instances in which these fake clinics lie to uh, pregnant women in order to keep them from getting an abortion? Tons of them. There's an organization called NARAL, and they have done so much research in regards to these fake clinics to find out what the fuck they're saying um, to, to people. They'll send people in with like pee from a pregnant person just to like kind of see what these people will do. Jesus. And they'll do some really fucked up shit. Like there's, there was one account and you know, NARAL has a whole database of like stories that you can read where like one is, you know, they, um, they'll tell you that you're like 25 weeks along or something. And it's like, it, fucking bonkers shit and then they'll say like um there was one story where a woman she was forced to change into a like medical gown they took her phone from her they took her clothes from her and then she's just like in this room that looks like a doctor's office and they're telling her all this shit they're like showing her the the you know development of a fetus like these little dolls and stuff and and she's just like i I want an abortion. Like what's happening here, you know? And then you freak out because you realize these people are lying to you and then you don't have your clothes. You don't know where your phone is. Like a lot of times when they're so close, located so close to another clinic, it'll be really confusing for people. They'll think they're going to their abortion Mm -hmm. appointment and they'll wind up at these fake clinics. And then it's like an hour, two hours later, they've missed their appointment when they realize where the fuck they were, you know, like, yeah. I remember I saw one of these because you told me about this forever ago, and because it's 
made you crazy as long as I've known you. And um, I feel like that's why, like, sometimes when I'm talking about it, I get so, like, riled up because I'm like, no, you guys, this is fucking insane. No, yeah, no, horrifying. it's completely insane. <laughs> and, you know, people need to know about this more and more. And I remember when I was in Brownsville uh, doing uh, work with Jeff on the immigration shit, uh, we, I saw one of these, I saw, a, like, a women's health center that I was like, I was like, that looks shady as hell. And it's right next to the fucking border, like, right across the border. And then it shares a wall with a preschool. And so they like they make you like walk through a playground to get to the front door, <laughs> like like so. It's, Honestly, it's, that would convince me to get the abortion. <laughs> you ever hang out with toddlers? But areas like like Brownsville, like in Texas, they've they've been deemed like droughts for or like the mortality rate for um, maternity is so fucking high. Like yeah, it's a it's a huge problem in those areas women are dying from giving birth mm-hmm. little like definitely not from i remember I, I talked to someone in the mayoral's office about it did i say that word right yes yeah uh and uh th- <laughs> i was talking to someone in the mayoral's office about it. she's like he's just like i was like yeah it's, is that seems like it's a fake clinic and then it, his answer to me was uh well, you know, uh, we're very religious around here and like that was just like that was just like the answer Crazy. it was just like man it's like Fucked up. Everyone knows it's a fake clinic, but they still let it sit there and and and, and uh, convince people they're not. Well, and where are the protesters outside of these things? I mean, you guys did some of that, right? Yeah, and it's it's crazy because we did we did an action in Philadelphia outside of one of these one of these fake centers, and they just came out and they're like. I don't, you know, they, they're very calm. They're so sure of what they're doing. They think they're mm-hmm. saving lives. They think they're providing this service to the community. And they just don't realize that, like, by not telling women all of their choices, they're not, they're not helping anybody. Yeah. Well, beyond that, I would imagine that if they're, um, the problem with a clinic or a health service who's, prime goal is to ensure that the baby is born that if they're already lying to these women it stands to reason that if a woman presents with a fetus that has medical issues that another doctor may recommend abortion as this you know unfortunately the result of the mental or physical disabilities this fetus may exhibit once it's born or risks to the woman giving birth, if they're already lying to them, one would imagine that if the prime purpose for them is to get these women to carry their uh, pregnancies to term, that they won't inform women about medical issues that even if they do decide or would have decided to bring the child to term, if they don't tell them, then they're going to miss out on the prenatal treatments that would keep both the mother and the child healthy. Which is like a whole, it's a, there in the world of like abortion and reproductive rights, there's so many different fucking kinds of conversations, like intense conversations to have, right? Mm -hmm. So Ohio just made it illegal to have an abortion um, after finding out that the, um, the fetus has Down syndrome. What? Right. So it's like totally illegal. Right. It's just illegal. Like if, if that becomes your reason for having an abortion, then it's, I don't know. It's just, it's illegal. I don't understand. But even though abortion's legal, if you don't know the child has Down syndrome at that point, it's like because it's, it's twenty weeks in Ohio, right? I'm sorry to keep asking questions. No, it's fine. So Ohio is I I honestly forget at this moment if it's I think Ohio is like uh, it's illegal after twenty weeks. Yeah, because because they had that ridiculous one for six weeks. The Pence is like no no no, or Kasich was like no no no, I'm a good guy, I'm a good guy. Twenty weeks when it right. should be twenty six. Right. It was like six weeks or twenty weeks came up at the exact same time. Right. Yeah. So it's like. 
the problem with 20 weeks is that kind of like you were saying is like you can't have any of those tests to test for like problems with a fetus until like 18 or 20 weeks well right. i hear that it's actually uh it's pretty rampant with people that are fairly religious that they tell them that they shouldn't have the amniocentesis because it will hurt the baby but in turns that they're doing it to make people not get abortions so that if anything's wrong because that's like when they go and take the amniotic fluid out and test to see if there's anything wrong or will be anything wrong with the baby so i had it's like all the polish women that used to cut my hair in greenpoint would talk about it a lot because they were always constantly pregnant mm -hmm. and then i was just like well do you ever go in and check i was like do you know if it's a boy or a girl you know just like asking those questions and like no they weren't allowed to know anything about the baby they weren't allowed to go undergo any kind of checkups in that respect of what was going on inside of them in their culture like in great point at least and i feel like this conversation just extends to the larger conversation about why is it that the government and most more specifically the way it acts out in the medical field of why uh, our government doesn't trust women to have the authority and the wherewithal to make the best decisions for them and yeah. their bodies right well the big issue with a lot of these laws is that like you're kind of pointing out is like it's these lawmakers who don't know anything about like medical issues at all you know like so they make these laws and they use terms that are not medical terms mm -hmm. so for example there was a, a law in texas that was banning um partial birth abortion right okay so in texas they did this law that was banning partial birth abortion Partial birth abortion is not a thing. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's just not a thing. So like. So what's it like? The right. head comes out and they just cut off the rest. I mean, essentially. Tiny little guillotine in the doctor's <laughs> office. So like what happens is like laws that use terms that aren't medical terms. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> so like when this law passed in Texas, all of these doctors were like what the fuck does this even mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what exactly are you banning? Are you banning um, a DNE, which is like a late-term abortion, which is like maybe what they're referring to? But like, so then all these doctors are like, well, until this gets clarified, we, we just can't, we just don't even know what the fuck we should be doing, you know? Mm -hmm. So like you talk about, you know, you had these questions about in, in Ohio in regards to the um, Down syndrome thing, and there is no clarification. It's just like if a doctor knows that a fetus has been diagnosed with Down syndrome, they are not allowed to perform an abortion. Fucked up. Which seems ridiculous to me because aren't the statistics that the majority of people who seek out abortions are people of lower lower socioeconomic standing? Ergo, it stands to reason that if they already don't have the funds and the necessary family support background financial stability to carry a uh not to use the term normal but a normal child to adulthood why would oh, they then, child yeah why would they be able to carry a non-healthy child to adulthood if totally. they'd already are looking at the situation and like i couldn't carry a child that uh is healthy both mentally and physically Right, yeah. totally. I think they expect them to give them up for adoption. But also our adoption system is so crooked and awful, and a lot of children well, who yeah. are mentally ill um, or... Don't get adopted. Don't get adopted, because a, a lot of people who try to uh, who adopt children are looking for a child that's also mentally and physically well. <laughs> just drop them at the church. Isn't that what they used to do in a basket? Yeah. Isn't that, is that Moses on a river This isn't the hunchback <laughs> of Notre Dame, <laughs> Drop them at the church. Yeah. Some guy that lives down river is just getting tons of babies. You yeah, want me yeah. to keep it? You raise it. <laughs> they all got pots on their heads <laughs> running around in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... 
can, I'm going to play devil's advocate for two seconds just to look at the other side. You know, obviously, if you know, God forbid, we ever found out that there was a Down syndrome baby, I'd say abort the shit out of it. But that being said, devil's advocate anyway. I recently saw uh, this footage uh, from one of these uh, Supreme Court trials, and one of the people talking was Corky, uh, the Down syndrome guy from Facts of Life. And he was saying how, you know, he, you know, that people with Down syndrome, they're very happy. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're high functioning. They're high functioning. They help other people's depression, depression. Sometimes though, not all the time, not all the time, you know, but you know, he's like, and he, and he gave this very powerful speech about how, uh, you know, thank God that, you know, his parents didn't abort him cause he's had such a wonderful, beautiful life. And that yeah, people but like, deserve let's have that a fucking conversation with his mother. You know what I mean? Like what was his childhood like for her? Yeah, I mean, well, they made a shit ton of money off him. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. That's why I find well, it so interesting that Down syndrome, that's what they've chosen. There must be some sort of specific reason because I, I, as someone that has, I think, uh, I mean, 90% of my cousins are mentally handicapped, that it's a, a, Down syndrome is not the worst yeah. case scenario here. Right. Well, that's know? probably the reason why is because, and this is going to sound very shitty, but I'm sure this is the way it's discussed in back rooms. Down, people with Down syndrome are high functioning and they're friendly and they are happy and are positive people. That's my favorite and it's cousin easier. is the one with Down syndrome. He's my favorite. But it's easier to have a person with Down syndrome represent uh, the cause of not aborting people who have mental or physical disabilities. However, behind that is a wide variety of children who give birth uh, are given birth to who have physical and mental health disabilities where, y- you know, if you're a young, poor woman, 18 years old, and you're going to give birth to a child that, for example, will never be able to feed themselves, will be- never be able to use the bathroom by themselves, and Lord knows will never be able to for- support themselves financially, you're looking at an 80-plus year commitment to support someone for life. And I think that's just uh, totally... Um, it, by putting out people who are high-functioning and can operate in the world as independent adult humans, I think that's a way for them to whitewash the issue away from the reality that a lot of people that... What about children that are given birth and they'll never be able to get off of a breathing machine or never have um, higher mental functioning? Yeah. And then keeping someone on a breathing machine, is that against God's will? You know, because, right. you know, like, what? where does it go? You know, like, how how high does it... How, how? I mean, honestly, fuck God's will, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's not a real thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's fake. It's a fake thing. <laughs> I mean, we've allowed, we've allowed, like, Christianity, Christianity and Catholicism to, like, dictate so much of science and what we do as a society. Like, when you think about, like, okay, let's talk about when, um, when life become like when life starts to exist when does a soul exist you know what i mean like christians and whatever they're like it's at the moment of conception it's when sperm goes into the egg life begins you know whereas like you have other religions that acknowledge other points like Mm -hmm. judaism it's when a heartbeat happens like there's other religions that are like it's not until the umbilical cord is cut when it becomes a separate human being you know there's what is it fucking Buddhists or whatever, life never ends. We're always be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like souls just transfer from vessel to vessel until they're, right. you know, ghosts. 
and trapped forever. Wait, does that mean they're against us just having our periods? Because technically, doesn't that just like, oh, those are just <laughs> fake ones? Like, oh, those those eggs could have been something. Fuck, I have no idea. Religious people but... are against anything that has to do with sex that isn't making another child. Well, totally. not all religious people, but a good amount. Christians. Yeah, Completely. Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was at the women's march, there was there was a couple there that was, you know, they had their signs that said pro-life, which fuck pro-life, we're all for, for life. Um, and so I, I approached them and I was like talking to them about yeah, like pro-life, but you don't care if the mother dies. hundred percent. Literally at the end of our conversation, I was like, well, you realize Roe v. Wade became a law because women, people were dying from, you know, back alley abortions because people, we want to control our fucking reproduction. That's like just what we want to do with our lives. And she was like, well, you know, if, if you're, they're going to have sex and they're going to do that, then they deserve to die. And I was like, okay, well, you just proved my point. <laughs> See you in hell. Life. <laughs> yeah, you Go bye. Bye, bye, bye. But um, I, I would like to ask your opinion on this because my opinion has always been that these larger conversations about when life begins, um, the, the validity of uh, uh, aborting uh, uh, fetuses with mental or physical disabilities is kind of distracting from the main point, which is that these clinics are completely unmoderated in the sense that I think it should be illegal to present yourself as a, a clinic that's medicinal um, and then be able to outwardly lie and mislead and give false information. Uh, I find it shocking that, you know, McDonald's has a thing on the side of the cup of coffee saying that if you spill it on yourself, you might get burned by hot water, but you can go into a clinic and be outwardly lied about how far along in your pregnancy you are. Totally. Well, there's so much like they I mean, lie to so you at actual, abortion at, at actual abortion clinics are forced to lie to you, right? So that's like the flip side, right? Is I was trying to make the point earlier is that with this reproductive fact law in California, finally these uh, fake clinics were being regulated to give true information. Whereas like in Texas, abortion providers are forced to give, and across the country and other states as well, they're forced to tell women um, abortion causes infertility. You will have um, severe depression, which has you, not been proven. Abortion causes all. breast cancer, and none of it's ever been proven. So you have these doctors that, at the same time, the person that's come to them is is seeking like real medical help and assistance, and then the doctor tells them all of this stuff, and it's like, but I want you to know that I'm only regulated to tell you that, and none of it's been backed up in med medical fact, which is like, you're about to get an abortion. Which is already, you know, what, what society has done, put so much fucking stigma around it. So who knows what the fuck's going through your head? And then this doctor that you're about to get, the, it has to lie to you. Also, I mean, it, the equivalent I can immediately think of is if every time a man got a vasectomy, they were told, well, you know, getting a vasectomy might result in cancer, but absolutely no studies have supported that. But I'm legally obligated to tell you that this might cause cancer. Right. I'm signed up to get a tracectomy in case the first two don't work. What? Trace, like the number. No, three. I know, but this is something we should talk about. I'm not going to get one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke I wrote last week that I've been waiting wow. to say. Wow. Maybe you should have done it last week. You did it, Should have done it last week. But now, if, if something happened to someone that went into one of these clinics, right? Let's say it's like they, they, they knew that they were supposed to get the abortion. It's like, oh, I, I'm not supposed to carry a child to term. Like, we're, I'm throwing a steel magnolias on it, right? That's like they know that they're not supposed diabetics. to do it. Which yeah, diabetics. diabetics. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a huge issue. If my mom had another child, she would have died after me. So they go into one of these clinics. The, the woman and the child dies. 
would their family be allowed to sue these fake clinics? Well, that's the thing is these clinics, they don't, this is how they get around it. They never actually do anything medical, right? Right. So like if you walked in there and you were bleeding out your ass, then they would most likely call a hospital and get an ambulance and get you somewhere else because there's nobody, because they don't actually do anything medical, they can get away with saying whatever the fuck they want, you know? So like, what do they do? They do an ultrasound, you know, whatever. But like, what is an ultra, like, well, you can't fuck up an ultrasound. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can read it wrong and they do all the time. Slap on the wrong jelly. But like, yeah, wrong jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Put some grape on there. You gotta go to a lot of schooling to to do that. To be able to read that shit. Oh, to read it for sure. Yeah, but like, to how do they do just it? give out that medical equipment? Where's where's someone wrangling that in? You could they let you buy whatever the fuck you want. You got money. Oh yeah, we should get one. They're expensive. Oh, station one just to give <laughs> yeah. you a checkup every just after. Just to see if I've <laughs> got any. Anything? I'm inseminated with anything. We're gonna have a standing Monday appointment. Make sure you're not pregnant. I used to get ultrasounds yeah. on my knee. That really? was fun. I had to get an ultrasound to like confirm that my IUD was in the right place. And I was like, could you print this for me? And she was, the lady thought I was so fucking weird, but I was like, this is going to come in handy sometime. Just to have it. Why not? Put it on my refrigerator. Yeah. (laughs) No babies. Just this IUD. Yeah. My sister was pregnant at the same time. So like she sent me a picture of her ultrasound and I was like, here's mine. (laughs) Look, nothing's inside. (laughs) So these clinics, uh, they, They'll convince you basically to not, and they'll take poor people and they'll convince you not to have the baby by saying that they'll help you take care of them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll help you. And then the moment that they become 26 weeks, they just throw them out in the lurch. You've oh, heard sure. about that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. They'll well, like, they'll string someone along, like help them do like different work, prenatal workshops and whatever, and make them go to all these classes and shit. And then the second the person is like past. At legal, the legal limit they'll be like well i mean you know, i'm so sorry like come back and we'll give you diapers oh my god and then the person's like i have no fuck i have no fucking money you know what i mean like so they're just duping poor people who are you know not to be a shithead but sometimes a lot of times uneducated you know just looking for a way out and that or young too yeah. they just yeah. don't know any better 15 16 years old yeah. you know right. they very manipulated you know you can manipulate these people i mean like it's it's crazy totally yeah. and also like I mean, stigma is a huge part of it. Like, that's why there's the whole, like, shout your abortion campaign, right? Because, yeah, no one should be forced to talk about their abortion. But unfortunately, we live in a world where, like, everyone's fucking afraid to talk about it because we've been told it's the worst decision you can ever make in your life. Well, it's so a it's horrible like decision. Nobody wants to have an abortion. Dude, yeah, but people make true. horrible decisions every day. But yeah. I think that's another, that's, like, that's a whole other thing. Like, that also, like, builds on stigma. Like... Abortion is healthcare. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for some people, it can be a really tough decision because maybe they really wanted that pregnancy and maybe it's really fucking heartbreaking for them that they need this abortion. There are other people that are like, fuck, I won't be pregnant. Get it out of me. And so it's like, for, we have to be able to acknowledge the fact that for some, it's like an intense thing. And for some, it's just another Tuesday. Yeah. You know, Oof. like. I mean, yeah, mammograms aren't any fun. I don't need my breasts to be squeezed up to down to an inch. Right. It's not fun, but I do it. Well, right. on top of that, I feel like it goes back into the argument that it's the idea that women aren't full functioning adults because part of adulthood is dealing with things that you would rather not deal with. Uh, I think that regardless of how a person feels about an abortion, I think that it's always going to be nobody likes doing a medical procedure. It's not fun. 
yeah. um, in the sense that doing something like that a medical procedure is not fun. Like doing your taxes isn't fun. However, if you're an adult human being that looks at the situation and says for who I am right now, having a child is not in my best interest and it's not in the best interest of the child to be. Right. And for to ignore that is just to suggest that on top of that, you're just saying that women aren't as fully capable to make adult decisions in the way men are. Right. Totally. Now, now a and mammogram is a message you send to an older woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> used to send them to my grandma all the time. But she didn't know how to send them back, which was a problem. So it was like a whole one-way channel. You're just both <laughs> squeezing each other's tits every time you see each other. <laughs> it's a mammogram. Hello. You ever get a singing Hello. mammogram? Those are fun. <laughs> just the nipples going yeah, up and down. <laughs> oh, my God. You got... No cancer. <laughs> That's a great song. I like that song. There are no lumps. You have no lumps. I don't see a lump. There are no lumps. There is not a lump. So do you um, think, are they going to be, do you think that they're going to be gotten rid of? Like what, what is it? What's no. the future of this? What's, There's so many of them. Here's the problem is like, so this Supreme Court case, the Supreme Court hears, Okay, so like two years ago when the reproductive fact thing happened, the, these organizations, they came together and they filed lawsuits saying that like, you can't make us say this. It's against what we stand for, blah, blah, blah. And it's gone all the way up to the Supreme Court. Well, unfortunately, a lot of us think that most likely we're going to lose because in the United States, it's not illegal to lie. Lie. It's not illegal to lie. You know what I mean? Like you think about like. Um, and they're not technically selling anything. Right. They're not selling anything. They're not trying to do medical procedures. I mean, other than ultrasounds and really anyone can be an I don't, I don't, I guess I really don't know what it takes to be an ultrasound tech. So you I don't want to say to anyone can go to school. But like you go to school and like someone who's religiously affiliated goes to school. Anyone an can do it. Tech. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, the problem is that right now, Neil Gorsuch, who is the, the newest Supreme Court person, he is very much, um, he loves freedom of speech, right? Mm-hmm. So like he cited in favor of the nuns that were like against um, the birth control in the Affordable Care Act, right? So like uh, companies were sp- like supposed to provide all of their employees with birth control. And then these this, these nuns were like, we don't, like they had some organization, I, I forget all the fucking details, but yeah. it came down to like basically them saying, we don't wanna provide birth control to our employees. Um, and they won because, you know, like they're no, this is like his torch is like so he, religious freedom, I guess. So the insurance that they offer their employees doesn't include birth control. Despite the fact that birth control does, isn't just prescribed for controlling if you get pregnant it also can be prescribed. For right. Different totally. Reasons. So like Hobby Lobby. Right. Who Hobby Lobby is like employing? Hobby. Hobby Lobby is like a better example. It was like Hobby Lobby and these nuns. Right. So Hobby mm-hmm. Lobby is a very religious company they didn't want to provide uh, birth control and access to abortion in their insurance plans Mm -hmm. and so they were able to lobby for some you know fucking what's it called uh exemption yeah an exemption to not have to do it yeah and birth control like you were saying people don't take it necessarily to yeah. Stop. There's birth. all different um, things. Yeah. Let's right. from my personal control. life is I got prescribed birth control while I was in high school to regulate my hormones and I did not get to take it because my my parents were morally opposed to me being on birth control because they thought it would make me a slut. And as a result, I would frequently pass out in high school because my hormones were out of control and I would like get things. That's insane. 
which is insane totally that the stigma behind birth control is such that women who have legitimate health concerns not that the concern of not being pregnant is a legitimate health concern but outside of that concern having different health concerns not being able to take that medication because of the correlation between that and pregnancy and this huge hoopla about women getting fucked when they want is ridiculous it all comes down to like they don't want I say they, it's the patriarchy. Um, they don't want women enjoying having sex. They don't want women to like have sex for fun, for pleasure. Don't worry, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> always mean with Jack. <laughs> I'm always frowning. Um, no, this yeah. is nice. Keep doing <laughs> i mean it's fucked up i mean because i mean like let's face it i mean you're just programmed like through television and through other things that you watch like as a dude that you should be embarrassed when you go buy tampons like you should be like you know like what but like why are people so fucking scared of vaginas i haven't bought condoms in so long and now that having to buy condoms again i was actually legitimately embarrassed i hadn't bought condoms in like 10 years but at the same time you should be proud i i know i should be proud but it is weird that as a 30 year old woman i went into the store and i was like uh, <laughs> and you know i had to get someone to unlock the thing because it was, i was in new it. york at the time and the, to, to let me and i was like i mean i understand why they're locked up because you know, kids steal them because of that stigma. Yeah. And beyond that, it's, you know, um, it goes over to other uh, issues surrounding just being a woman uh, with sexual organs. A good friend of mine who is in her late thirties wanted to get um, what's a hysterectomy because she is uninterested in having children. She's highly educated. She has a PhD and she works for a large museum in one of the large coastal cities. She is again, well-educated, makes good money, unmarried, uninterested in having children. She likes to go to orgies and stuff. She doesn't want to have kids. That's just not the life she's living. She's but rocking and rolling. She, she's rocking she and rolling. fucking awesome. awesome. She's very yeah. cool. But she is, here's but the thing. Bring her over. She, it took her <laughs> years and years and years to get a hysterectomy until she found a doctor who would accept totally. her father's signature because she was unmarried and had never had children. They were like, you need to get your husband's permission right. to get a hysterectomy. Whoa, and she's weird. like, I'm not interested in getting a husband. I'm not interested in getting kids i'm not it, it, to me the fact that she is first of all and makes more money and it, yeah damn yeah the fact crazy. that she is more more well educated and makes more money than any of the men she has ever dated and she still has to be looking to have and also she's approaching adulthood adulthood she wants to get it taken care of before she goes through menopause yeah you know why is it that all of these things her having a phd having a good career why does this stand in the way of her making decisions over her own fucking body i mean it's it's just it's this idea that women are meant for procreation imagine having to go to your father at like i don't know i'm just gonna throw it out there 33 and be like i want to get i want to get a hysterectomy i need your fucking signature right what happens if he's dead yeah. Like, like this is crazy. It's crazy. She's got to go to her fucking uncle. She's got to go to her cousin. It's ridiculous. Well, there's also the opposite in Texas. A lo- like, so much of this shit happens in Texas, right? So in yeah, Texas. because they got that fucking it, Abbott wheelie dude. Yeah, God. Man, so I, you know, I, I don't like to make fun of people because of their handicap, but I like to make fun of shitheads, and he happens to be handicapped, so. So, so get all the jokes in while you got the chance. Wheelies Eddie. on wheels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm bad, you fucker. <laughs> you want to challenge you to a dance contest? <laughs> <laughs> if I could outdance you, you could fucking or field goals, field goal kicking, and then uh, we'll we'll settle the abortion like that. <laughs> what was your point? <laughs> Jesus. I just don't like this guy, and I like to make fun. It's my one chance. Oh, you just wanted to make fun of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, so in Texas, if you're a minor, you have to have a, your parents' signature in order to get an abortion. Which, like, yeah. imagine if, like, A, you don't have a good relationship with your parents, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Then, like, how is that conversation supposed to go? But, I mean, if you're a minor... And then you have to go minor. in front of a judge, and then, like, a judge has to d- decide what can happen to your body. Mm-hmm. You gotta just show up smoking cigarettes... Doing lines at that courtroom. That's a great. I'm not idea. responsible enough to have a kid. Because sometimes I feel like they'd be like, "Have a child. It'll, it'll change. It'll change you. It'll change yeah. you. This will be what gets you on the right track." Listen, I met a lot of people in therapy whose parents did not change. Parenthood. <laughs> in Texas, they still do. They do the thing where you got to bury the fetus if you have an abortion. Uh, did no. that pass? That no. didn't pass. But they tried to make that pass. Right. Yeah. That'd be so fun. Hold a like, jazz funeral uh, for it. A jazz- <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, there's um Oh happy day. (laughs) 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 Oh when the saints come marching in. Oh when the taint comes marching in. Jesus. What I got songs. There's one I got songs. I forget. Carol Everett. Carol Everett is like a huge anti-abortion person in Texas. And Texas gives her millions of fucking dollars to do whatever the fuck she wants with, right? Mm -hmm. When fetal burial came up, she was saying, this needs to be a law because when... um, when the blood from, if the blood from a fetus that is infected with HIV, that could get into our water supply and that could like spread HIV and AIDS. What? Into the water supply? Yeah. How is it going to get in the water supply? Ed. None of these people are smart. It's because they think you flush them down the toilet. Yeah, but also, like, like think turtle. about, like, think about just, like, <laughs> like a you shouldn't flush turtles. You don't flush turtles down the toilet? No, you throw them in lakes. <laughs> oh. But don't do that oh with a fetus either. Okay. Weren't you telling me some story about a woman who had to flush her hamster down a toilet? Oh, that was Spirit Airlines recently. Her emotional support hamster, Spirit, told her that they had to, she had to kill it or go home. And so she flushed it down the toilet while she was crying. <laughs> Wait, she's stupid. What? Yeah. I mean, uh, Spirit, Spirit said that she couldn't fly with her emotional support hamster. First of all, the type of woman that has an emotional support hamster. I mean, well, and also, I mean, Spirit Airlines can go fuck. Yes. Yeah, upgrade to a Delta if you've got a support hamster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a hamster, let's face it. I mean, but they shouldn't be, I don't know. You shouldn't call bring a, a hamster on a plane. Call either. a family friend and have them pick him up from the airport. Or just let it loose. Let it, give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you need to flush it. Wouldn't you just, like, let it loose into the Spirit Airlines office? Yeah. yeah. Good luck, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they'd let you, though. I mean, I, I fucking I mean, hate that's Spirit when, Airlines. Yeah. We know. We it's The ghost of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> that's because... <laughs> Uh, man. All right, so we're going to take a break in a second here, and we're going to actually call a couple of these clinics, and we're going to check out and see what they say to us uh, when we ask for help. Uh, and then uh, I guess Julie's going to do it. I'll do it, and uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll, see what, we'll see what their response is and how they treat us when we call them. But uh, these, you can actually find out a lot about these clinics and uh, which clinics to call. Uh, where, where can people look? So there's a, a campaign right now called ExposedFakeClinics.com. If you go to the website and there's just all the information about it, there's a whole list of the locations. And if you call, 
one one thing that uh, we urge people to do is like go on the, these um, or these companies' websites and leave like honest reviews. Like this location does not provide abortion. Yeah, shitty Yelp reviews. Shitty Yelp reviews. The stuff like that. I mean, that. they might get taken down, but like at least if you try. At least you try. If you call and you have a conversation with someone at the clinic, you can leave an honest Yelp review that's like, I called, I asked about abortion mm-hmm. services. They don't have them. Don't go here if you're looking for an abortion. And throw eggs at their door. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lots of stuff like that. You know, like go buy a bunch of uh, baby chickens, leave them outside. Torment. Right. Also, so like the the Supreme Court case, the Supreme Court case that's happening at the end of March, the hearing, the hearings on March 20th. And um, there's a whole coalition of organizations that are planning actions at the Supreme Court, like actually going to D.C. and then local, you know, local actions in your area to like support and get the word out. So go to ExposedPlateClinics.com. Every state has them. They fucking had had it too good for too long. Just fuck these cocksuckers. Oh, um, after saying that, I'm gonna. This is the brighter side. We should try maybe and find a brighter side of these things. Or what do you guys think? I think maybe the brighter side is like it's free diapers. Yeah, I mean so that's like the, that can be like the issue, right? Is that sometimes like some of these clinics they are they are providing free diapers to some people, mm-hmm. but like it's just. You know, the, the road the, to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. Wow. And also, every person, regardless of income level, is, is deserving of medical advice and options that are based in truth that's provable by science. Totally. We forget that, like, not everyone has access to a credit card. You or know the what internet. I mean? Like, or the internet. Yeah, totally. So. So Damn. there's that. Jackie? I don't know. Take them down. down. (laughs) I think it's just a good rule of thumb, though. It's like, if there's not protesters outside, it's probably a fake clinic, right? (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get this point. (laughs) So true. So true. All right, guys. We'll be back in two seconds with some uh, phone calls. I'm just going to do a straightforward one at first. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. Um, I was calling because I, uh, well, I'm I'm not sure if I'm, well, I, I'm pregnant. And I was wondering if, um, do you guys do abortion referrals or? Um, no, so the scope of our practice is that we provide free pregnancy tests and ultrasound verification. And we also provide supportive services, including options. But we do not provide or refer for. We do, however, offer uh, post-abortion services. I, I'm looking. I, is there an abortion pill reversal? Like I'm, I'm looking at that on. Sorry, on your on your website. Is that like? Um, yes, that's does, one of the. But how does that? It, I'm sorry. How does that work? Um. So not to get too much into detail, um, because it's not really within my scope of practice, but just to give you an overview, is that the abortion pill is. Um, it's a medical abortion, so you take one pill, and that stops the um, the production of progesterone inside of the body, and that's what sustains the pregnancy. And so the abortion pill reversal, essentially, if, um, if a woman were to choose that as an option after having taken the first pill within a certain number of hours, um, then she can get um, progesterone shots to help sustain the pregnancy and reverse the effects of the pill. If that makes sense. 
Um, so if I do, if I do get a medical abortion and then I, you guys provide, you would provide like this, whatever this progesterone, is that right? Um, if that was something that you wanted to consider doing, we would have you come in for an appointment. You would be interviewed by a medical professional and they would screen you. And then if you qualified, then that would be a service that we could provide for you. And it's a service that we provide free of charge. Oh, f- completely free? Yeah. Um, so w- you guys have doctors on staff? Yes, we have doctors and we have nurses. Um, they rotate through the clinics. Um, each one is different. Um, did you... Did you want to make an appointment today or um i guess I'm, I'm still kind of trying to decide on my options um but if i the the abortion reversal like when when would that need to how soon after if i decide to do a medical abortion would i need to do the reversal the abortion pill is effective up to 72 hours after the first pill is taken so i would need to come in within 72 hours yeah okay the abortion pill is not effective if you've already taken the second pill. Okay. And then is it, you do free ultrasounds? Yes. Okay. Uh, thanks. Sorry. So. No worries. If you would like some more information or if you want to make an appointment, feel free to give us a call. Okay. We'd be happy to if I If I came and got an ultrasound with you, I know that um, the, sorry, the abortion clinic, I think, do I... Can the ultrasound I get with you also be used at the clinic? I can't speak to that personally. I have had patients that have come in and used their ultrasound from here at abortion clinics. I don't know which clinics, and I don't know um, what the, the practice is. All, all I know is that for our purpose, we look for three things. We look for the, the positioning of pregnancy. We would look to make sure that it's interuterine, so it's in the uterus. It's not a topic. Um, we look for a fetal heart rate, and we look we measure to see... Um, uh, sometimes, for instance, uh, your last menstrual period might be off. So, according to your LMP, you might be six weeks, but when we measure you, you're further along, or vice versa. You think you're six weeks, and we measure you uh, um, less than six weeks. So, we just kind of, um, those are the three things that we look for in our ultrasound. So, um, I can't really speak to what the abortion provider would need in order to verify pregnancy on their end, but that's how we verify pregnancy on our end, if that makes sense. Okay. And then, um, I, and then we provide written pregnancy verification. And so the patient could take that with them wherever they need to go. And if they decide to go somewhere else for other sorts of services, we have the ability to transfer documentation with their permission. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I'm sorry if I, are there like, can you talk about, like, are there risks with abortion? Like, what? Um... Yeah, so that's part of our um, pregnancy consultation that we go over. We do go over risks. Um, some, uh, there's a ver- there's a variety of it. I can't really get into it on the phone because then I'd be counseling you over the phone, and that's not, um, that's not appropriate. But um, I can tell you that that is something that we cover, and we also go over the abortion procedures themselves what exactly each one entails step-by-step, and the nurse goes over that. It's medical, so that's not something that our advocates cover. Okay, so there's, you guys have, have like, like counselors and then nurses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. 
So, you did good. <laughs> but I mean, can we just like re- yeah, just no talk problem. about like a few things? Um, abortion clinics, 100% ultrasounds have to be done at the clinics. There's no transfer of information. That that is is not a thing that cannot happen. Also, as far as abortion reversal, that's also not a thing. Uh, so once you take the first pill, like it's it's gonna happen no matter what. Because she was saying you would have to do it before you took the second pill. Well, you can't just pump yourself full of progesterone afterwards. Right. right. I mean, that's basically what they're they're just they're playing on this like you instantly having regret, and and they want to give you this like window of like seventy two hours of like come in and we'll pump you with progesterone and then you'll reverse everything. And it's like in reality, like you've already started a process. Yeah. Like things are already in the process of, I mean, I, it's just, it's so fucked up to Mm -hmm. even like promote, like, I, I wish I had more facts in regards to like against this idea of abortion pill reversal, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just so. I I have never heard of that before. Yeah. It's a new thing that uh, a lot of these clinics are offering as like to to get people to come in. So like they'll offer, they offer, you know, pregnancy test, STD testing, uh, ultrasounds, and then they'll offer abortion pill reversal or like after abortion care, which is just like, you're going to be fucking sad. So come in and talk to us about it. And then they can be like, we have all of these people that come to us for after abortion care. You know, like uh, we know how intense and hard it is for people. You're going to have a hard time too. You know, like Jesus, that type of thing. But I, I like want to reverse or I want to like, I wish I knew more about the abortion pill reversal to like tell you guys how full of shit it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. All right. I want to call somebody. You know, everyone needs to talk. Also, like, it's like <laughs> the fact that, that she was like, you know, I can't counsel you over the phone. You have to come in, mm-hmm. you know, because like. Is that them covering their asses legally? Totally. Yeah, because it's all bullshit. Right. It's all bullshit. Because she would like she wanted to be like she wanted to list all the fucking risks. In reality, abortion is less risky than getting a colonoscopy, you know, so it's like. Anyway, I always feel so weird, like, you know, like. You're tricking it, the trickies. Good afternoon, one is this is can I help you? Hi, uh Annie. Uh my name's Ed. I'm calling uh is what my I I'm calling because I just have some questions and I was hoping maybe I can get some answers from you because I don't really Okay know know much. Uh and I'm a little Sorry if I, I'm a little nervous. Um, my girlfriend's okay. pregnant, and uh, uh, she she wants to get an abortion. And I, you know, whatever. That's, but I, I just don't. I'm worried that it's not safe. I've heard bad stories. Uh, okay. I, I just I was just hoping maybe um, you knew. I don't know. Which should I? Is it is it safe? Okay. Is um, it safe or? Well, um, that's something that. Um, is part of our counseling session. So, um, do you know how far along she is? Um, it's a, it's, I think it's two months. Two months. Okay. Um, so there's definitely different types of abortion. And, um, what we do here is we provide, um, a free pregnancy test counseling and education. And part of that education is going through the different types of abortions, Mm -hmm. um, based on how far along she is. 
Um, do you know? Do you know how she knows she's pregnant? No, she took a pregnancy test. Two of them. An at-home test. Yeah, two okay. of them, and they're both okay. Positive. Okay. Um, so um, what we always suggest is that um, you come in for uh, the pregnancy test to see if we are getting the same results. And then we also offer an ultrasound, and the ultrasound actually takes the measurements of the pregnancy um, so that if abortion is what you're choosing, you know um, you know how far along you are, which is important. She did um, this at a clinic and uh, didn't just at an abortion clinic at a Planned Parenthood. Okay. And, uh, and, and, and does they do and, an ultrasound? Yeah, they did an ultrasound, and she's just not sure still. Okay. And I just um, don't know what to say, and I don't know. I'm kind of okay. lost. Okay. Well, that's exactly what we do. We go through options counseling. So we go through all your options with you. We go through abortion, um, what, you know, what that looks like, what the risks that are involved, um, any questions that you might have. We have videos and different things that are non-graphic. Um, that we can offer to show you. Um, and then we also go through um, what it means to parent your child and then what that looks like and how we can come alongside you with that, um, as well as adoption, adoption as an option as well. Come alongside? So the, uh, what, does that, what, what does that mean? Do well, you guys... what, we do, what we do here is um, we, we can provide prenatal vitamins, uh, we can do an ultrasound and just go through um, all those different um, options. We can provide resources, you know, like OB doctors. We also have what we call an Earn While You'd Learn program, and that program provides um, materials and different things um, up until the baby is two years old. So if you need diapers or wipes or clothing, um, we have an option of um, getting um, car seats. So we just try to bring, you know, whatever community services that are available, we just try to, you know, bring those to light to you, um, mm -hmm. to try and help you because we know um, that, you know, parenting can be a struggle. So um, those are just some of the things that we try to come alongside you with to try and help you um, with your situation. Is there anything that you offer um post-abortion if someone uh if something happens i don't um, know do, counseling or yeah we do have counseling um and those are some of the things that when we um sit down um and that could be with you and your girlfriend we can sit down and go through what um, post um, traumatic stress syndrome looks like in in post um abortions um, situations. Um, Post-traumatic stress, like uh, yeah. like like if you were at war or like like that. Um, well, sometimes um, you know, depending on you know the woman, there there can be stress, um, regrets, um, you know, things of that nature that they um, internalize. Um, so Do a lot of women be... have regret? Is this something uh, I should worry about? Well, this is something that, you know, like I said, there, the statistics are, yes, that there is a lot of regret. Um, but those are things that we can certainly discuss with both you and your girlfriend um, in a counseling session. Okay. Um, okay so it's really easy. You know, you can um, make an appointment. Um, you can come in just yourself if, if you just want to educate yourself. Um, you know, so it's totally up to you. What if we find out, I know it's probably too early to know, but what if we find out that um, the kid uh, isn't, I don't know, 
all there or something? Uh, well, those are um, you know valid questions, and those are things that can be discussed in our in our counseling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, would you like to make an appointment, or would you want your girlfriend to call back and make an appointment? I feel like I have to have her call back, but I don't know. Okay. I I, I want to know what to say to her to make sure. You know, well, uh, that she does call back because she seems pretty right. adamant about about the abortion, and I just want okay. her to make a, a second thought. You know. Okay, it sounds like you're not um, in agreement with her. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not that I'm not in agreement. It's just mm-hmm. I understand it's her body, and she needs to do what she wants. But you know, okay. I'm, I'm worried. You know, it's okay. You know, it's it could be. You know, it's part mine. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I I, I I feel like I'm saying all the wrong okay. things. No, you're you're asking all the right questions. Um, so you know, like I said, you can um, you can certainly come in yourself, and we can provide you with information um, that you could share with your girlfriend as well. Um, that you know, we're just trying to help you, you know, make the best educated decision so that you know everything that's involved and what you know what the risks are, what you know potential side effects could be. Um, the different types, um, you know, all that all that information is are part of our resources that we provide here. Okay, okay, okay. So I mean, you're, like I said, you're welcome, you know, to make the appointment yourself for for you to come in to get you know a counseling and get information. Yeah. Um, or you can have her come in um, with you. Um, whichever you know, whatever you prefer. Now, just um, what are what are some of the I just want to go fully armed in this conversation. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, what are some of the risks that she can uh, experience? I mean, obviously, there's you know, God forbid, death. Maybe I don't well, know. But uh, yeah, well, with any anything that you are you know um, you know changing your body with, <laughs> whether it's a, a chemical um, abortion or a surgical abortion, um, there's there's always going to be risks just in that nature. In its own, right? Would it be that maybe if she has an abortion, she won't be able to get pregnant again? That's that's a, pot- a potential. Um, it could be, um, although the risk is you know low. But again, those are things that we should discuss in a counseling session. I don't want to give you misinformation. No problem. Um, and I don't want to counsel you over the phone. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, I know, it, I know. That's yeah, it's because we have lots of resources and booklets that you can take home and even read for yourself. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I wanted to ask one more thing, if that's okay. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, what you were talking about, earn while you learn, what is that? What is that? It is, um, they're parenting classes, um, and um, both the, um, the daddy and, and the mommy can take these classes, and they're um, basically every other week. Um, or, you know, they try to fit them into your schedules. Um, but by taking these classes, um, you go through, you know, fetal development, you go through parenting and how to parent, um, what to expect, you know, postpartum, all those kinds of things. Um, and you can stay in that program till the baby is two years old. And when you do that, you earn credit or what we call mommy money or daddy dollars. Yeah. And that enables you to... Um, purchase things that are in our baby boutique um, and that could be anything from um, you know diapers and wipes and clothing to maternity clothes so the to, more we come the more 
money yeah. we your money yeah. we earn to buy right. diapers and stuff. Right. Exactly. You know, so we just try to, you know, like I said, make it, um, you know, a little bit easier on you, mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, part of the counseling sessions that we go through is um, resources. And there's a lot of community resources that people are just not aware that are available yeah. um, to people. So, those, you know, those are things that, you know, we just try to um, educate you on so that you can, you know, get as much help as, as you possibly can. Uh, now, for as far as... um. Religious purposes. Mm-hmm. How uh, we're we're Christian. Uh, well, okay. Uh, I, I, I'm Catholic. She's a Baptist. Okay. Uh, what is it? Because I've heard both different sides of it. Uh, what is it? Is 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 it good? Or is, I mean, not good. I mean, is it? Is it? How is it viewed in religiously? Abortion. Okay. What is your name? My name is Ed. Ed. Okay. And what church are you attending, Ed? I'm not really very practicing. Okay. You know, I pray, okay. but I don't really go that often. I okay. go two times a year, whatever, wherever my family goes. You know. Okay. Okay. And so you're Catholic. Yeah, I'm Catholic. Okay. So what does your Catholic faith tell you? My Catholic faith. Uh huh. Uh, I mean, my Catholic faith is, I don't know, it, what, what they tell me to do. I, I, uh, um. Uh, I think it's bad, but I don't understand why it wouldn't be, you know? I would think that maybe because if there's a risk of of her going through pregnancy, she's diabetic also. And so okay. there's a risk if she's going through pregnancy, she might something might happen to her. So I don't know where I would stand okay. re- religiously knowing that kind of information. Okay. Sh- and, and you said she's Baptist? Yeah. Okay. And how does she attend the church? She does go to church. Okay, she goes she more go than I do. Regularly? Yeah, okay. yeah, like once okay. a month, you know, something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we just, you know, those those are, again, part of our conversations that we go through in our counseling. Oh, um, is it, is, are you guys, you do have a... Pre- we are a faith, yeah, we are a faith-based um, uh, center. Oh. And so um, we do go... Um, you know, just try to understand, you know, where you are spiritually and, and what, you know, um, you know, what God would say about, um, abortion. Yeah. Um, so, so those are things that we do discuss. Um, what religion are you guys over there? What is there, is there priests and we're Christian, just just straight up Christian. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. I guess that covers everything then. Yeah. So, you know, we don't, you know, we're here to, you know, just, um, so if we wanted to talk to a minister or a nun or or pastor or something, there'd be somebody there. Um, we would refer you to your own church. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and if we don't, um, if I don't have a church or I don't know, maybe she doesn't want to go to her church because she knows everyone there. Sure. And we do have, yeah, we do have, um, church, um, uh, lists that we can provide for you. And there are a lot of, um, uh, pastors that, um, you know, that are either on our board or, or just, you know, people, um, that are supporters of us that we can definitely refer you to, Mm -hmm. um, that you can, you know, talk if that's, you know, um, if you want to talk to a pastor, if that's something, um, that you need spiritual, um, you know, leadership with, um, that's something that we can definitely provide for you. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. And how did you hear about our center? 
I just I was looking up online and I, would, okay. I don't know I just picked one okay so Ed how are you feeling about all this do you want to make it a I'm stressed out or? I'm stressed out I'm gonna but okay. I don't want to come in there without her I'm gonna go have a conversation and then okay. and then uh hopefully we come see you uh, and then okay. uh I think uh, I, you gave me a lot of good information, and I, okay. I appreciate yeah, if you. She's, yeah, if she's, you know, concerned, you know, one of my concerns would be is that um, if she's still contemplating abortion. I think I'm um, more she, concerned than she is. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and if she, you know, truly has um, a faith-based, you know, um, part of her, that's something that, you know, uh, post-stress will... Um, definitely have an influence in, in how she feels about what, you know, going through that. Okay. So, um, so that's something that she needs to, you know, just you know, kind of talk through. And that's, you know, we are non-judgmental. We cannot, um, you know, tell you what to do. <laughs> and we wouldn't want to do that. Your, you know, your decision has to be your decision. Yeah. Um, but that's something that we can help just walk you through. And, and if she does choose to get an abortion we can help with that as well afterwards so, so you can you know, recommend the, a, do, a good abortion doctor if no, we, we wouldn't it? do that yeah we don't refer out for that oh um yeah that's not something that we refer out for oh, so but, how, um, oh, okay so so meaning afterwards um just um from a um um just from that uh counseling standpoint um, we would be able to, you know, just help her. She needs somebody to talk to. She's having difficulties um, dealing with it, um, that she has a place to go to, to, you know, to talk it out. Mm. Thank you so much. What's your name again? Okay. My name All right. Thank you. I'll, uh, All right, I'll yes. hopefully be talking to you soon. Okay. Very good. All, All right. Bye. Thank you so much for calling us. Ugh. God, I feel dirty. All right. Um, so what's <laughs> up with that? So... What just happened? <laughs> So, like, there's so many problems with the thing she was talking about. First, let's talk about this, like, earn-to-learn mm-hmm. concept. You've got low-income people who are seeking um, support. Yeah. And they're convinced to they're convinced that these places will give them support, right? So, low-income people, like, how many low-income people do you know that can just, like, not work and go to, like, parenting workshops yeah. for diapers? To like sit for an hour and have them speak like religious bullshit to you mm-hmm. for like an hour. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> like, you're not in that way. You're not supporting these people, you know, like you're making them call off work mm-hmm. to like be present for these workshops to get food sta- like food stamps for like clothes and, you know, like. Yeah. And they have a shop where they give away the diapers, but then they also talk about how they give away free diapers. Right. So it's uh, it's bizarre. Right. Hey Amen. What do you what do you think, Mary? I find it interesting that they immediately make a correspondence uh, between the act of getting an abortion and the necessity that you're going to have to deal with on a medical level, some sort of post traumatic stress totally. disorder. Yeah. I find PTSD. that very interesting. Yeah. PTSD, right? Yeah, they make sure because it's scary as hell. Anyone who's right. ever been to war, they like they know they have a buddy who's been to war. They don't want anyone to go through PTSD. Right. That's fucking crazy. Well, and it also kind of like touches on the whole fucking stigma thing again where it's like in reality all these studies that have come out say that 95 percent 
of people that have had abortions do not regret their abortions. They immediately feel relief upon getting an abortion. Yeah. So like to, to just to put it out there that like you are going to be traumatized. Especially if you're religious and you're going, and on top of that to be offering these monetary incentives of like, with the assumption of like, all right, you're calling us. So you probably don't have the money for diapers. So you're going to need a resource to get diapers, maternity clothes that we can provide on top of that we are saying that you're going to need a counselor or a therapist or mental health care, which if you can't already afford diapers, you certainly can't afford a therapist right. as a result yeah. of this action. It's also like really fucking creepy to me that they refuse to do any sort of counseling over the phone. I mean, I was being counseled. Let's face it. hundred oh, yeah. percent. <laughs> well, is that for is legal like, stuff for in case people who we are do exactly, exactly what we're because doing. Because of what we're doing. Because they'll say things that are just totally and utterly inaccurate. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have other really amazing organizations that offer all of their counseling over the phone. You know, like there's All Options, which is an amazing organization that you can just call and get any question in regards to reproductive health answered you know like or they'll point you in the right direction to like someone that can there's an amazing organization that is like all faith-based it's called faith allowed which is like clergy members across all different type of you know um, faiths that offer like totally legit pregnancy abortion like options counseling with like in within your um religion i mean let's face it if you sin you're supposed to be forgiven that's why Jesus totally. was on the cross. So what the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh man. Um, I while you were doing that, I was I looked up some of the stuff about the uh, the problem with the abortion reversal is that like, you know, you take the first pill, which is supposed to like stop the progesterone, which is needed for a healthy pregnancy, and then you take the second pill, and it like, you know, causes contractions and like pushes everything out. So what they are banking on is like you don't take the first pill if you don't take the second pill and then you get this progesterone shot like you're going to be you're going to be good to go you're going to continue a healthy pregnancy but like in reality that would happen anyway like if you so like it's not promoted by the American you know gynecology association whatever um they're they're totally against it in Arizona there's like this law saying that um they want doctors to start like promoting that abortion reversal as a thing. And it, and all like the American Obstetrics and gynecology association is just like, please veto this bill. It is nothing based in medical science, like whatever. Um, one, one of the ladies that was quoted on it was saying that like, um, she basically said, uh, oh, Cheryl Chastine, Chastine, I don't know, I'm probably saying it wrong, an abortion provider in Southwind, um, she basically said that even if these doctors were to offer a large dose of purple Skittles, they'd appear to have worked to save the pregnancy about half of the time. So, like, they're not really doing anything. Yeah. And they're just, like, convincing people not to take the second pill. Because you and, need the second pill in right, order to have to the abortion. Contract it, yeah. Right. And also, um, what is the, has there been any studies on the long-term effects of pausing the amount of pro- progesterone in your system um, on the long-term effects of the development of a child? What I'm saying is, is if you take the first pill, which is supposed to get rid of your progesterone, progesterone, yeah, uh, which is essential to the continued healthy uh, development of the fetus. If you take that and you get rid of that, uh, 
that hormone. And then the second part of the pill is to expel the now no longer viable fetus. What is the long-term effects of taking that pill and reversing it on the health of a child into adulthood? I could, I couldn't imagine that they, it's been around long enough to even yeah. have a long-term study I don't, on that. They're, they're, I, don't, I haven't been able to find anything in regards to like the long-term, but um, the big issue is what a large dose of progesterone does to a woman, to yeah. a person, a pregnant person, is that... Um, get you it, hammered? Yeah, just gets you real fucking loopy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it can cause cardiovascular side effects, glucose intolerance, um, problems with depression in people who already had depression, and then it, it has like other like like bloating, fatigue, and like unpleasant type shit like that. But it's like they don't tell you that. They just want you to have this hope that like you're gonna reverse whatever the fuck evil thing you were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Christ. How did you feel during that phone call? Was it really fucking weird? Uh, I mean, I mean, I hated it. I yeah, gotta say, right. I definitely hated it. But you know, I wanted to because get as much because we're good info. people that don't want to lie to people. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they're horrible, <laughs> shitty people that just want to lie to us to our faces. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, I want to find out what they're saying to people. You right. know, especially to men, because like, to me, that was like they gave me way more information than they gave you. First right. of all, I don't know if it just happened to be the person or the clinic or whatever. But I, you know, I feel like that, you know, I want to know what they're saying to men to convince women not to do this thing. You know, it's just like when in actuality it shouldn't, you know, it should have nothing to do with fucking men. You know, it's it's, it's not, you know, it's not, I mean, granted, yeah, sure. We put semen in your body and you got pregnant, but at the same time, we're not fucking carrying it. You know, and so, totally. so it just yeah. like if it, it was if a dude had to carry a baby, there'd be a lot different laws, For and sure. like that, and that's the, and that's the, and we and that's the damn truth. <laughs> you know, totally. Clinic, this is. How can I help you? Yeah, hi. Um, I was looking on your website and I saw that you guys have abortion uh, counseling. And I'm actually, I'm getting one in like, I don't know, I think my, my appointment is next week and I just wanted to get some more information and I'm just wondering um, if I could make an appointment, what kind of con- like consultation you guys would do. Sure, yeah, of course. Where's your appointment at? Or with who? Um, it's, well, I don't, I don't know if that's a, I don't, I don't know, are you going to judge where I'm going? <laughs> No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just the, the, the Planned Parenthood in um, San Jose. Okay. Okay. Sure. Do you know the first day of your last period? Um, first day, let's see. I think I'm like six weeks, seven weeks along. Um, yeah. So like seven weeks ago. Okay. So let me kind of here do you have an idea of around the of the day the date no oh goodness i mean how much (laughs) i don't know who's (laughs) of like when i went like when i had sex or what are you talking about the first day of your last period would you say was like the end of december beginning january uh i guess it was holiday time so i guess december december do you know if it was before or after Christmas? Before? Before. Okay, so um, do you want to go ahead? I just have to kind of take an estimate here. So would you say around the 20th, December 20th? 
Yeah. Sounds about close. Okay, so I'm just going to plug that in here to see um, how far along you are. Did you have your pregnancy confirmed? I mean, I took a pregnancy test. Um, okay, I, I imagine like the what the abortion clinic's probably going to do. The Planned Parenthood will probably do a pregnancy test, right? Yeah, and, and we also offer that here. Oh, okay. So let me just plug in that date, see where that puts you. And are your periods regular or irregular? Yeah, pretty regular. Regular, okay. So I guess like I, I don't know. I think maybe what I'm curious about is like so I've got this I've got this appointment. I'm getting the abortion, but I just like what are what would you guys tell me that that this you know Planned Parenthood's not gonna tell me? So we would walk you through all your options as far as the different types of procedures. Um, we also offer a free ultra, limited ultrasound where we check the viability of your pregnancy to see if you even need to go to an abortion clinic. Um, and then based on your gestation Oh, so wait, age, so if it's not, you're saying like if you guys look and it's not viable, then I don't correct. even have to go, save me some money. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I didn't catch that. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, was, I was just making a joke. I was just making a joke that it would save me money if I came to you and got the oh, ultrasound yeah, and you told me that I didn't need the abortion. No, definitely. But wait a second. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, if I... If if I even have, like, a non-viable pregnancy, don't I need, like, if I'm going to have a miscarriage, don't I ha have to then, like, isn't the same procedure for after a miscarriage the same as an abortion? So depending on what your gestational, gestational age is, if you're really early, like you are based on the date you gave me, seven weeks, uh, typically if you are having a miscarriage, your body uh, naturally uh, passes the fetus through. Uh, if you are more than that i would say second trimester and anything after that you definitely have to go probably to a hospital to um they'll induce you and you'll have to give a natural it'll be almost like a natural birth but you are really early so if it's not viable your body should be able to pass it through okay i guess I so don't you would know that based on the ultrasound if we're seeing a heartbeat then um that'll confirm that it's a viable pregnancy. Okay. And then if there's no heartbeat, but you'll still see if there's like something started? Right, so typically we wouldn't see baby on um, ultrasound until six weeks. Um, between five to six weeks, there could be a gestational sac, which is just a sac of water that the baby sits in. Um, so if we are not seeing a, fetal, a fetus, we can go ahead and measure that gestational sac, and it'll give you a gestational age, an estimate gestational age. So we would know based on that if you are six weeks, if we should be seeing something or if we're not. Okay. All right. Um, and then as far as the information that um, we provide, you just sit down with an advocate, and they'd walk you through um, each different type of procedure, and based on that, you'll make your decision as far as which one you'll so choose. So what, what are like all of my options, right? So like. So we go ahead, we, we would fill you in on everything as far as it, there's the medical and there's a surgical. Abortion. So medical is, correct. Medical is typically where you take the pill and surgical is where they actually physically have to go in. So you guys counsel on abortion as well? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so you would definitely get all the information you need. We can also provide you with the list of questions to ask um, 
the clinic that you will be getting your abortion um, just to make sure that, you know, you're covered as far as, you know, your health and for your own good. Oh, okay. So you're going to give me a list of questions to ask the the abortion provider to make sure that they don't mess me up. Right. We can... We can offer you that. So we, we have that as well that you can get at your appointment if you choose to make an appointment with us. And then, um, you'll, like I said, you'll just sit down with an advocate and she'll walk you through all the guys, options and the risks. And I'm so, sorry, go ahead. Well, I guess, are there, I mean, is there like an abortion provider that you specifically work with? There isn't. So we don't perform or refer out. That's something that you'd have to do on your own. But um as far as the information you need, it, it should all be the same for any clinic. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I mean, what are, what, like, what, like, are there really any risks on abortion? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I've read that there's, that it's, like, safe. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting scared now. No, I totally understand. So I personally am not a nurse. We usually have a nurse. Um, she is already out for the day. But if you want, I can, um, give her your number to see if I can contact her and have her get in touch with you to um, answer any concerns or questions. Or if you want to go ahead and just schedule an appointment with us, you can meet, you will meet with our nurse uh, before sitting down with our advocate and you can definitely go ask her any questions um, as far as risks and all that. Okay. She would know more. She I mean, would definitely like, know more than me. I'm, like, is it something I should like really be concerned about? Like, are the risks like really bad? Like, is there some, I don't know. It's like, I think it would be best that you're informed. I would. I know if I were in your shoes, I would want to know um, everything. So um, I think it would be a good idea to talk to our nurse. I mean, I guess, like, I, the thing is, like, I go on the Planned Parenthood w- website, right? And they're like, it's totally safe and everything's fine. And now I'm talking to you and I'm feeling like there's risks that you're not telling me that I'm just like, I don't know. Right. It's, well, it's just confusing. You would definitely get the truth here. And like I said, you would sit with someone that, you know, really knows all the details. And our nurse, she would definitely know all the answers to your questions. Okay, but you don't know. I don't know. I'm not a nurse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to, I have a hard time not believing the Planned Parenthood website. I don't know. They make it sound like it's so safe and and perfectly fine but now like you're kind of being shady and not telling me what's going on (laughs) i don't know um thanks for your time okay sure no problem all right that was a a, i love how she said you're gonna well well, you'll get the truth here yeah right so fucking weird also i found it interesting and i've uh, noticed it i think on other calls is that they never refer to it as a fetus they refer to it as a baby baby. it's always a baby or it wasn't this time it wasn't the baby it was baby (laughs) like it wasn't there wasn't even the in front of it it was baby it was just like this is your baby this is what's going on but man that's crazy (sighs) here we go I am. They ruined your good mood. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I would say we call it. I say we call it. But before we do, I mean, did we ever answer our question of what uh, everyone thinks the brighter side of these types of clinics are? I mean, uh, these these women now have something to do with their lives. Contributes to a God complex. Yeah, otherwise they'd just be sitting at home watching TV, right? 
That's true. It's like all, most women do. Jesus. <laughs> Goodness. I, I would say maybe the brighter side is just um, I feel like the more ridiculous, especially with this idea that a organization such as Planned Parenthood, which not only is, you know, funded by the government, but also at all times very deeply being investigated and harassed and stocked harangued. Stocked with doctors. Stocked with doctors. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the idea that uh, someone would s- suggest that they uh, are lying to women in order to encourage them to seek abortion, I think that that kind of leads me to believe that they're these types of organizations are sort of ridiculous and maybe that leads credence to people who are on the fence about whether or not abortion should be something women are able to seek out because at the end of the day, medical truth is medical truth and science is science. And if someone needs to lie to someone in order to keep them from getting the proper medical care, Mm -hmm. then probably they're not really the authorities on who you should go to. And also just know that the people who work at these clinics are not doctors. They're not psychiatrists. They're not psychologists, you know? So, I mean, you go see those people. Go also, see a doctor. Go see, you got mental problems? Go see a psychologist. And real clinics have more than one nurse. <laughs> I would say though that weirdly enough that the brighter side of it is that there's so many people like as someone that is not a religious person I don't believe in any of it especially organized religion there's so many people that already have the wool pulled over their eyes because of their religious beliefs that at the end of the day even though it's not true, it does provide comfort to a good amount of people that at least zhuzhes them into thinking that they're making the right decision. And for that small (laughs) faction of people, you know, it makes them feel better about their choice to bring an unwanted child into this life that's not going to have a good time. (laughs) You know? And, you know, they got diapies. And if you earn to learn. Yeah. yeah. If, if you get those learn. sweet, sweet keep a kid bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The mommy money and the daddy dollars. Daddy, daddy dollars. dollars. <laughs> Can't even. Jeez, All right, guys. This has been the brighter side. A cynics look at optimism. I think that that phrase works best for this episode. Uh, I love y'all. Thanks for listening. Be good to yourselves. Be good to everyone around you. Uh, any plugs? At uh, Julie Rosing is tall on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. At Julie Rosing on on Twitter. Oh, okay, cool. At Jack the Worm all over the place. I'm sure you already follow her Jizzy Sundays. Jizzy's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mary. Mary J. Bulge on Instagram. And I'm Eddie Tunes and Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter. Uh, Lanek with the Brighter Side uh, Facebook group. Hang out in there. They got some cool people in there. Go rate and review us on iTunes. Bump those numbers, baby. We're fucking getting into it. Uh, and what should we? Uh, what kind? What song should we do? Ooh, take us out. Taking today? us out. Should we just do? Should we do a? Lullaby? Let's do a wipeout. Wipe. <laughs> <laughs> wipeout. All right, guys. Be good to yourselves and uh, you know, fuck it all. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.